What's up, guys? Welcome to Thirst. I'm super excited to welcome to the Thirst family Roxy Earl and Sarah Davis. This is a brand new weekly podcast segment called The Real Beautiful. I mean, these women are the real deal. We have a baby in the studio. Roxy's over here doing emails and calls. They are working women embodying friendship and, you know, women supporting women is what I said. Totally. So introduce yourselves. I'll start. I'm Roxy Earl. I'm on a reality show, The Real Housewives of Toronto. I'm a body activist, model, and a real motivational speaker around women feeling beautiful from the inside. Love that. And then I'm Sarah Davis. I'm a sports broadcaster, and uh, I've traveled with the original six hockey team, the Boston Bruins, for a couple seasons, and uh, lots of live TV under my belt, so lots of thinking on the toes, but now I'm a new mom with a four-and-a-half-month-old baby, Livia, who's in the studio with us. And uh, it's looking like she might follow in mommy's footsteps. She's loving the mic right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's so cute. (laughs) Thanks for the noise, Olivia. (laughs) See, she's coming in right at the perfect time. She's ready. She's all about it. Um, Okay. So talk to me about beauty first. So, you know, it's called The Real Beautiful. What does beauty mean to you guys? Well, I think we should start by saying that Sarah and I have been best friends for 15 years. Okay. So we've watched each other evolve our careers, our personal lives, our romances, and really well, ourselves ourselves our style, style our sense of beauty yeah i mean we've gone through university together we've gone through oh, wow. multiple boyfriends relationships we've friendships you know, been, yeah so we've been through so much together we've always wanted to be fun and fabulous since always. day one <laughs> always fun and fabulous and we've always been the real glamorous ones in our group okay and we've been super confident since we've both met each other since a young age and i think that's why we're here we want women to know that you can have it all sarah and i believe in having it all we love all this conversation right now that's happening about women empowerment women helping women yeah and we want to show women how you can be beautiful from within the real beauty yeah and like you said we have always been the glamorous ones in our totally and we're the girls that you know you're going to and going show me how to put on those fake eyelashes show me how to contour (laughs) we were the first ones with hair extensions like in university when we were all going out we were the girls like had like a lineup of our friends can we borrow your clothes? Can we help us with our makeup, hair? The fashion icons, almost. Yes. yes. And then, <laughs> also, when we've been out with our friends, it's like, okay, you lead the way to go talk to those guys over gotcha. there. You're the mover and shakers of your friend group. <laughs> we were always sent to the front of the line to get us into a club okay. or hustle our way past a bouncer. And you know what? We've carried that into our lives. Like, Sarah and I are both in professions that are very competitive. You know, Sarah working for the Boston Bruins, one of the best sports teams in the world, being on live TV. I'm on a reality show. I'm in the entertainment business. I'm a model. Both things that are hugely competitive. And I think we both think that it's uh, because of confidence. Yep. And, you know, beautiful to us is something very different than it might be what people think we think it is. Yes. So that's why we're here. Cool. I love that. that. We're so excited to have you here. So what does beauty actually mean to you guys? individually what how would you define beauty 
Well, for me, it really starts off with a foundation okay. and that, not the foundation you put on your face. <laughs> okay. That's important at times yeah. too, but it's the foundation inside and who you are and who you are uh, or how you treat people really. You know, I think you want to um, treat people the way you want to be treated, no matter who they are, yeah. whether it's, you know, the bellboy or some famous celebrity, whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's where it all starts. But then, you know, we love looking good yeah. too. So you gotta get those eyebrows just right and you know concealer's a big thing in my beauty routine right now with lack of sleep with a baby so that's what i'm going with what about you rox for me beautiful starts totally on the inside and how you think of yourself so i've seen some of the most beautiful women in the world in modeling and what other people would consider the typical most beautiful body beautiful face but when they lack confidence it doesn't shine through. Yeah. So for me, beauty has always started from inside of me. I've never really looked like that prototype of beauty. I, mm-hmm. My body, I'm a big, beautiful woman, you know, as a plus size model and, you know, a really curvy girl. I don't look like that typical idea of what is beautiful. And so for me, beauty always started from within of me feeling beautiful okay. and feeling confident and loving myself. And then from what came out of it, is people are like, you're so beautiful. Well, and I was like, am such, I? <laughs> yes, there's such an energy about you that is, it's a gravity, you know? You have your own gravitational pull that people just love about you. And like, I love that about you. I love you that know? about you too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess beauty to me is something that's totally on the inside. Cool. I love glamour. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Sarah and I have makeup collections that could rival some makeup artists. <laughs> but... Not without what's happening on the inside. As beautiful as you make up yourself on the outside, if you don't truly love yourself, it is just, it all falls apart. Yeah. And you feel it. You can feel people's energy when they're not confident. So speaking about, you know, um, the Grammys are just last night and there's so many celebrities talking about beauty right now. Is there anybody that's really resonating with you guys in terms of obviously their physical beauty and the way they carry themselves, but just, you know using their platform to be positive women supporting women is there anybody that's really you're like yes you're doing it for me well there's the big little lies women right yes, now you know, huge. they have really banded together and they've been so successful i mean you look at the grammys last night i think there was only a couple females that yep. won like it Very wasn't a huge female contingent and i mean for Big Little Lies to see Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, and them all getting together. And I feel like they have a lot of great energy going on. One, because their show's been so successful, but they're also, you know, promoting the Me Too movement and just the equality of women and the equality of uh, payment, like yep. um, salaries out there in Hollywood. But, I mean, those kinds of things are across the board in different industries, not just Hollywood. Yep. For me, it's the women who are challenging the norm of what's beauty like from the eye. So I love that there's now models wearing hijabs on the runway. There's plus size girls storming down the runway like Precious Lee and Gabby Fresh who are showing off their beautiful bodies. There's women of color and I love that our own um, Canadian model, Harlow, she's got a face that is totally different because of her birthmarks and you know women who are putting themselves out there and saying I don't look like the norm 
and hears it in your face. To me, I'm really inspired by those women right yeah. now. Yeah, the norm is becoming nothing now, right? Like it's it's being what swashed. is normal? Exactly. Normal's so boring. <laughs> I don't want to be normal. Me neither. I think that's what's cool about beauty right now is that the new normal is to be different, to be yourself, yep. and to be real. Yeah. Can we talk about being real for a second? Yeah. Like real. Like, I mean, here is the real me. Okay. And showing that glamour and beauty, especially as a celebrity, I walk onto a red carpet and that's one thing, but that doesn't mean that the real version of me is standing there. Yeah. It can be real when you strip all that away. And I think the women who have the confidence to show all those sides of them, mm-hmm. I'm really inspired by those girls. Absolutely. So, <laughs> Olivia, here. Olivia, She's what was that in. noise? She's, she's well, also inspired. And I think becoming a new mom, too. You want to set that example. Yeah. Having a daughter oh. that you want her to grow up and be confident. And it's not all about the fashion and the makeup, even though that stuff is so much fun. And we love that stuff. But that's all the icing on top of what being beautiful and being real beautiful yep. means to us, at least. Don't get us wrong. We're going to talk about makeup. (laughs) We'll talk about makeup and skincare, but we're also going to talk about how you go out into the world every day with an attitude and what you can actually do to walk into a room and have presence and command presence and respect. Because I think that's something women need. They need to be armed with the tools of how they can have the chutzpah that Sarah and I had that put us at the front of the line, that made us walk into a room and get a job that no one else could get, that allowed us to stand in a room where we could have an audition and got rejected from, but still you know, be able to go back well, the next yeah. day. I think the confidence can overcome those weeks when it's like, oh, I need to get my eyebrows done. But yeah. I just haven't had time this week because I'm a new mom or yeah. I have so much on my plate. We all have so much on our plate. So, you know, you can have that confidence to kind of like, okay, the eyebrows aren't done. That's okay. There's yeah. other tricks, you know, and the confidence can overpower, oh, I need to get my hair trimmed. But, yeah, you know, it's from within what you guys are saying. Attitude. It doesn't all need to be perfect all the time. And yeah. there's something beautiful in that. Cool. So we talked about a little bit about jobs and being confident in male dominated workplaces. How do you as women find, you know, the fine line between being confident or sometimes, you know, being called the B word? You know what I mean? Or being told that you're like over sexualizing yeah. yourself or because of the way you dress i think i'm gonna let sarah start with that because sarah really worked she worked for a hockey team yeah true. she traveled <laughs> on a private plane every day with hockey players i think that's like the prototype of a woman in a male-dominated yeah. world yeah i mean i would be on the plane there'd be 48 guys two women you know wow. myself and the travel secretary so being in a male-dominated industry you look to get respect and there's different ways about finding that because you know being a sports broadcaster and I'm blonde it's easy for people to just say oh she just wants to be on TV she yeah. just wants to be around hockey players in the dressing room when they're undressing and you know that's not what it's about there's the thrill of the hockey game yeah. and I know we're not all sports fans but there is a thrill to being in an act from all these different players like Patrice Bergeron. These are Hall of Fame players. Zdeno Chara, the tallest player in the NHM stuff that you want to wear on TV. And uh, finishing powder. I'm all about finishing powder. Guys, but they're professional athletes at the end of the day too. And, um, you know, with the whole... We've we've heard of, of different um, former pro athletes like 
Greg Zahn, who yeah. has uh, was fired by Sportsnet for inappropriate language. And so it's kind of, you know, these guys, they're in a locker room sort of setting, and whatever, you know, they say, it kind of, it just goes. And so, you know, I feel like they were more buttoned up around me in a way, but I also feel like hockey players do have uh, a little more respect for maybe the media than other athletes. Okay, interesting. I wouldn't have thought that about hockey Yeah, I would not have thought that either. And I feel like, um, you know, being a model and being on TV and especially I'm putting my body out there all the time, Mm -hmm. like I'm in bikinis and stuff like that. I think it has to do with the way you command respect. Okay. So you are a professional and if you're going to act like a ditz and you walk into a room and you play the card of, oh, I'm so helpless. Can people help me or I don't know what I'm doing? That is when you lose respect. But if you walk into a room and you're like a boss and you kind of own the space, you're um, professional, you've got your things together, you're organized, you don't allow people to treat you a certain way. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's interesting because you can dress – there is a way that you can dress that immediately people judge you. Yeah. And fair. if you have, I'm a big girl, so I've got big boobs, big butt. <laughs> and if I wear a low cut shirt and a short skirt, it doesn't matter what I say. I walk into a room and immediate judgment is one thing. Yeah. But I like dressing sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I like showing off my body. So I do it in a way that's still professional and chic. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to be honest. If you dress a certain way, people think a certain thing. Yeah. And that's a terrible reality, but it is the reality. Mm -hmm. And I think women need to be aware of that because if you walk into a room and you're wearing a mini skirt and spaghetti straps, it doesn't matter how much respect you have for yourself. You're showing to the world, I want to be sexy. And then they immediately judge. And I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. But that is a reality. So mm-hmm. you cannot dress however you want to dress. That might not sound liberating. <laughs> Roxy, did it take you a while to figure out how to dress sexy so that it looks good and you're not getting that sort of reaction? Yes, I mean, there you is. Look, you look fabulous. Thank you. All the time. As do you. Thank you. <laughs> but you know, dressing around hockey players, you've got to be, uh, so maybe it's like a chic cocktail dress, not a cocktail dress, but like a chic um, work dress that's fitted and form-fitting, but maybe it's, you know, let's lay off the cleavage and the oh, length yeah. of the I mean, skirt. I was working in hockey rinks nonstop, so I mean, I would have been freezing if I was wearing spaghetti <laughs> straps, like, for real. But for so for me, it was like, you know, the high boots, uh, a good shift dress, and a fitted blazer was like my go-to look. I love that, and I felt amazing in that. I felt sexy. But what do you feel about a girl? Like, what's your thoughts on a girl who wants to dress however she wants to dress? And why should the world tell her that she shouldn't look a certain way when she's trying to get respect? That's a hard one. I know. But it's true. Yeah. Is that girl power being whoever you want to be and putting it out there to the world? Because the reality of the world we live in is that's not going to get the reaction you're looking for. You're going to get judged in some capacity, I feel. What do you think about that? I think so. I mean, you have to dress. I mean, if I was to go to the rink in spaghetti straps and a mini skirt, uh, people are going to look at me like she's an idiot. It's freezing cold in here. And what is she trying to show off? So I think you do have to play to your audience at times. I Mm -hmm. think you have to know your audience. And that goes along with uh, what uh, your confidence really is that you're projecting out there. Know your audience. 
Yep, know your audience. And I think that a woman can be whoever she wants to be, but let's be honest about the world we live in. Yeah. You cannot look away that suggests something that you don't want people to think. Yeah. I know that might sound like that's not girl power, but there's something very empowering about not having to put it all out there. Yeah. This okay, is... but also think like if a guy was going to dress, like showing a lot of skin. I yeah. Mean, sometimes it's just like, well, why, why are you dressed like that? Yeah. <laughs> I really, I need to ban all. the tank top from a guy's <laughs> wardrobe. Yeah, that public. shouldn't be allowed in public. Yeah, at the gym and in your bedroom are the only times <laughs> men should really be wearing tank tops. Um, okay, so... Neil, you're wearing a tank top right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. What's like a personal motto that you kind of have to say to yourself or check yourself? You know, sometimes I think... I mean, it happens to everybody. They upload a photo on Instagram. There's not enough likes and they delete it and stuff like that. Do you have a personal motto you say to yourself to kind of be like... like I say, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Okay. Because, come on, Instagram is such a highlight reel of people's yep. lives. And you got to remind yourself that we all have whatever problems day to day. Some are bigger. Some are, you know, I mean, even for me coming down here to meet you guys, you know, I'm packing up the baby and yeah. I'm breastfeeding and doing my makeup at the same time. Like I've got my small mirror out on the side table. I got the baby on the boob and I'm trying to do multitasking, you know, and then if I was, let's say, posting a picture with me and my super cute baby and you say, oh, my God, her hair's done, her makeup's done. She has a four and a half month old. How'd she do that? Well, you don't know what's going on at home. Yeah. And I can tell you, I do not have a neat and tidy house right now. It just ain't <laughs> happening. It just ain't happening. <laughs> and do you have a motto you say to yourself? I always just say, uh, be who you are. Okay. And I think that you, by being who you are and being your true authentic self, you kind of don't care what people think of you. I just really don't care that much what people think. I mean, some days I do. Yeah. But for the most part, I just try to be me. And if I'm being me, then I can't fault that. Yeah. Because at least I was being true and honest to who I am. So whatever I put out there, I try to just make it authentic and real and me. And I try not to pretend to be anything I'm not. Because that opens yourselves up for problems. If you're trying to be something you're not, yeah. people can poke holes in that. But if you're just being you, okay, you can knock me, but at least I was being me. Yep. Yeah, Rox, you've been you since day one. Yeah. Since I met you 15 years ago. You've always been you, and that's why I love you. Yeah, I don't know how to be any other version of me than me. <laughs> don't ever be, please. But that's where confidence comes yep. from. It's like, look, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Fair. So talk to me about your friendship. You guys, you know, say that you go to each other for like glam tips and stuff like that. Is this like sending a photo of each other? Is this outfit good? Or do you call each other for support? Talk to me about your friendship because I think it's so inspiring watching you two interact. (laughs) Well, we've always been like, I like genuinely think I'm like one of Sarah Davis's first like real fans. Okay. Like I said oh, I was... she's been my fan since day one. Yeah, like, fans. and I didn't get into doing TV until about a year after university. So mm-hmm. we would have known each other already for about five years. Yeah, but always cheering each other on and believing like we were the dreamers okay sarah's like i want to work for like a major sports network and i want to be on tv like working with a sports team and i'm like i want to be on television and i want to do this and i want to be a model and i want to be a fashion designer and i'm going to be a ceo it's like okay well <laughs> yeah we're not like bringing each other back down and saying like oh i don't know no it's like yeah build yeah. each other up and yeah. go for it yeah we've always thought of each other like we've always cheered each other on 
and we've always been each other's fans, support system, but also cheerleaders. Like we have really cheered each other. That's awesome. Yeah. Not. <laughs> and it hasn't been quiet. <laughs> it's not quiet. It's not quiet. And also, I think that we've always gone to each other for positivity. Okay. So it's like, look, I'm feeling down about myself. You know, nothing's going as I wanted to. How am I going to get out of this rut? And like having honest, great conversations with each other where we cheer each other up and always Sarah always provides another perspective. She's always like, let's look on the brighter side. Okay. Like things aren't so bad. And that's a good friend that can kind of shed light, not just be like, oh yeah, you're right. I got you. Like, you know what I mean? Well, and a friend listens to you too. I mean, here we are saying, you know, confidence is one of the best things you can have, but you don't always have it. So sometimes I need my friend Roxy to just build me up a little bit and Mm -hmm. remind me of certain things. And she's always so awesome about that. Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, Yeah. I I think that real friendship and real girl power. And, you know, we have these conversations right now of all women talking about supporting women. But a lot of women go out there in the world and they'll support another woman as long as she doesn't surpass her. Interesting, yeah. (laughs) And we're not like that. I'm like, Sarah, I hope I, I, we would always joke. I said, Sarah, I hope I can be your manager one day. Yeah. Like, I always, like, I was like, I'm going to be your manager. Like, I'm like, go be a superstar. And I just, take me along for the ride. Oh, and then it was so much fun. So I moved back from Boston this past summer and uh, Roxy took me to the Boots and Hearts Festival uh, just north of Barrie. Yeah. I love country music. She loves country music. (laughs) But here we are riding on this golf cart, getting a tour of the grounds and you hear all these people going Roxy oh my god Roxy and I was like this is the coolest thing because Roxy is meant to be out there and she is meant to connect with all the people that she does and so for me to see that transition of her after the Real Housewives of Toronto and then we're riding on this golf cart and people are screaming her name and so excited to meet Roxanne they're so excited to meet her because like I said she has this gravitational energy about her but she's also put out that message to be confident in your size my no size rocks. matter what <laughs> exactly yes i love that so talk to me about what's to come with the real beautiful this is a new weekly segment you guys are going to be doing this every week what can listeners look forward to hearing from you guys i think it's a real approach to real beautiful like what is the real beautiful okay a lot of that's going to come from us talking about how we gain our idea of how we are feeling so great so that's going to come from the inside but that's also going to have like our real hacks our beauty hacks mm-hmm. like Sarah we got and some I, great tips and tricks well gosh cool. we've tried it all <laughs> <laughs> we've had some real beauty fails and i think over the years understanding how uh to use beauty what products to use how we feel great also like wellness like we both love to work out we mm-hmm. love cool. nutrition we've both had lots of ups and downs with our body and our self-esteem Especially Sarah's just yep, becoming post mom, baby, post baby. <laughs> I've had like a million sizes and that journey and like a lot is to come. Yes. Cool. Absolutely. Everything that Roxanne just said. <laughs> <laughs> so we are just about time. We are so excited to welcome the real beautiful Roxy Earl and Sarah Davis of the Thirst family. The real beautiful will be every week and they'll be here talking about the real beautiful. We're super excited. Do you have any final thoughts? Ooh, get ready. Get Keep listening. Ready. Come back. That. Come back. We've got a lot to say, but we really want to hear what you have to say. This is a conversation for women. Like, we want you all involved in this. Beautiful. All right. Do you guys have socials you want to let them know to ask you questions and stuff that you guys can address on the podcast? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at a- 
at Sarah Nicole Davis, S-A-R Nicole Davis, or on Twitter at Sarah Davis TV. And I also want to say thanks for letting Olivia be a part of this. I'm uh, four and a half month old. She has fallen asleep on my shoulder, not because she wasn't interested, just because she's tired and she's a baby. <laughs> Like I said, we're women who want it all. We've got yes. a baby on the shoulder. I've got my stepson in the room. I mean, we just make it all happen. Yeah, and you're about to go into a photo shoot. And like then it's... I have an interview. <laughs> I've got my manager in the other room sending emails for us. I mean, we believe we can have everything. Yes, I love that. So for women out there who want everything and they want to do it feeling fabulous and looking fabulous and being super glam, we're the ladies for you. We gotcha. We I gotcha. love that. <laughs> all right, and you can follow you at at Luxurious Roxy on Instagram, social, all Twitter. You know, I think the whole world just now knows me as Luxurious, yeah, Luxurious Roxy. Roxy. <laughs> yes, and you can find us at This Is Thirst with a Y on Instagram and Twitter, and tweet us your questions for Sarah and Roxy. And they'll be back next week with the real beautiful. Thank you guys. Thanks, Thank you. you.